Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rural Mazel. This is Sunday, February 13th, 2022, sixth Sunday after Epiphany. The message is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lecture is Diane Temple. Thank you to George and Bonnie Tobiason sponsoring this week's broadcast in celebration of their 55th wedding anniversary on February 14th. Join us on our website at waynezion.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. Well, welcome to the sixth Sunday after Epiphany. It is good to be with you this morning. Um, I want to share with you that I'm making a change with today's hymns as far as in the order in which we're going to sing them. Our hymn of the day has changed. It's 723, which is entitled um, Canticle of the Turning. And then our um, sending song is going to be Let Justice Flow Like Streams. I thought I would mention that to you all. Let us begin together uh, with confession and forgiveness. And you'll find this on page 94 in the front of your hymnal. May we begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and constellation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and to grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Our service continues with the Kyrie. You'll find this on page 138 in the front of your hymnal. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. 
on this sixth Sunday after Epiphany, the prayer of the day as you find it printed on your bulletin insert. Living God, in Christ you make all things new. Transform the poverty of our nature by the riches of your grace. In the renewal of our lives, make known your glory through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us receive God's word. Our first reading this morning is from Jeremiah, chapter 17, verses 5 through 10. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness and in uninhabited salt land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is devious above all else. It is perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruit of their doings. The word of the Lord. Will you please join in the responsive reading of Psalm 1? Happy are they who have not walked in the counsel of the wicked, nor uh, lingered in the ways of sinners, nor sat in the seats of the scornful. They are like trees planted by streams of water, bearing fruit in due season, with leaves that do not wither. Everything they do shall prosper. It is not so with the wicked. They are like chaff which the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked shall not stand upright when judgment comes, nor the sinner in the counsel of the righteous. Our second reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 12 through 20. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain and your faith has been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified of God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still, still in your sins. Then those who also have... Who, then those who also have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. The word of the Lord. Our service, the gospel according to St. Luke, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. You may be seated for the reading of the gospel. Jesus came down with the twelve and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all of Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. 
Those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured, and all in the crowd were trying to touch him. For power came out of him and healed all of them. Then he looked up to his disciples and he said, Blessed are they who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on the account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the revealing Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong this morning. Interesting. I thought a lot about today, preparing for a message, and I'm going to trust God to kind of lead, because I gave it my best shot and it didn't work. I had had these slides, and I had going to put it up on the screen, and I came in early this morning, and I turned on the PC, the personal computer, whatever it's called back there in the sound booth, and I couldn't believe it. When I stopped back there, there were crazy lines going up and down the screen, and I thought, okay, we're not going to be using that slideshow. And so I want to just have a very honest conversation And I welcome you who are listening in on KMCH 94.7 FM because I'm so glad that you are. And I don't want you to feel as though you are behind because you have just heard a wonderful message from Pastor Shuey who is speaking of the gospel for February 20th. And now you're hearing the gospel for February 20th. 13th. I'll get back to that in a moment. I'm glad you're listening in. And for those who are listening in the SoundCloud, which is amazing, you're listening from the Philippines, from China, from Alaska, from California, to Georgia. It's amazing as we hear people listening in from all over who are partaking with Wayne Zion. As I think about Lent, which isn't too far away, Barb is a wonderful liturgist and a wonderful planner and a wonderful musician. And she challenges your pastor, what's our theme? And, and we're talking about this in November. And uh, we shelf it for a while. And then comes January, what's our theme? And I love that it is so organic. And Barb, I love you. Because you are a gift to us. You are a gift to this pastor, as is all the staff here at Wayne Zion. And so our, our theme is so organic that 
Not only is Barb asking me the question, but, but Katie is asking the question of me too in confirmation. Pastor, do I need to get mentors for Lent? And we're having this conversation in early, in early January, Katie Warnemont. And I'm scratching my head and I'm going, you know, it's been a while since we had that wonderful project. And I almost brought it in this morning and I probably should have. Tristan Weir is one of our confirmants the year in which we decided why the cross? Why did Jesus have to die on a cross of all things? God, Emmanuel, with us coming into this world and he willingly surrenders himself and they nail him to a cross, our Savior. And I think how powerful that is for our confirmation students and our mentors to have a walk during Lent and asking the question, why the cross? And so I share with Barb that um, I think our theme should have something to do with the cross. And she goes out there and looks on uh, Sundays and seasons and she comes across this tree of life. And I go, yes, yes, that's it. I want to do a study on the tree of life. We only see it forwardly mentioned in Genesis and alluded to all throughout the books of the Bible and then it becomes crystal clear in Revelation. The tree of life is always there with us. And then Barb finds this wonderful video that talks about the tree. And, and Pete's song this morning, we all have a story it's all tying together. This epiphany is coming together. If you take a look at your insert, you will see a picture at the top. It looks something like this. If you look at your insert, and maybe you look at your bulletin as well, you see a tree. And our theme for Lent is God at work in us, tree of life, Psalm 1-3. And here it is. Here we are. Today, the sixth Sunday after Epiphany, do you believe it or not? There it is. Psalm 1. Diane read it. A beautiful psalm. Do you see also in our Old Testament lesson, the prophet Jeremiah refers to it. You see, the people of Israel and Judah are in for not so many good days. The world is about to turn. Things are going to be turned upside down for God's people. For they have been worshiping other idols. They have taken their eyes off the tree of life. And they have gone their own way astray. And Jeremiah quotes in the first reading. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending its roots by the stream. And they shall not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious. And it does not cease bearing fruit. Look at that picture. If you can see <clears throat> this picture, will you, will you look at it with me? Look at the center. What is it that you see? The cross. 
front and center. You can't miss it. The trunk and the branches going across. Ash Wednesday is coming. And we will take the palm branches that we have burned in the fire from past Passion Sundays, from Palm Sunday. And we will mix it with other ashes that I have gathered and we will add virgin oil. And we will make a, a mess. And we'll take our thumb and you'll come forward and the pastor will mark the cross on your brow and he'll say, dust you have come, to dust you shall go. That's not the end of the story. That's the beginning of the story. Remember the gospel, or the gospel that, that came out of Ezekiel in the valley of the bones? That they came back to life? We now begin our, gent- our Lenten journey with this, but I, I share with you something I, I heard when I was on internship in the Rochester, Minnesota area when I was working with eight congregations as an itinerant intern. The Reverend Heather Curless marked the ashes on our foreheads and she said, turn from sin, believe in the gospel. Turn from sin and believe in the gospel. Look at that picture. That cross, that smudging on our brow, doesn't stay there. But notice in that picture how the roots go down, deep. That picture shows them going down. They're going into the waters, the living waters of our baptism. They are going into the the living waters of God's word. It's, it's, It's gathering precious nutrients that are coming, that are so organic. It's coming from God's word, from God's promise. That God is with us. It's all we need. And, and, and that word, and, and what happens in springtime, we got this beautiful tree out here. We were so glad we didn't lose it when we put it in that beautiful parking lot. It is gorgeous all year long. You look at it now. There are so many branches. I mean, you can hardly see through it. And it has these beautiful maple leaves that invite the birds of the air to come and nest. And then when fall comes, I've never seen anything so gorgeous red. And so where was I going with this, Pastor? The nutrients, the water, all of the things. When springtime comes, it comes up this way. My, my dear friend Jim Shaka owns a cabin in northern Wisconsin and he's been collecting syrup from trees in the springtime. And that's pretty much over by the end of March. Because the sap is running. You know, the, the snow is melting and, and uh, things are starting to change. And you can smell the earth in your nostrils. And, and, and you, you're, you're pulling off all of this uh, syrup that you're going to boil down. And you make wonderful uh, maple syrup for your pancakes and French toast. 
So where do we receive these, these nourishments, these, these things that are life-giving, life-producing, but from God's word, right? John 3.16. You know it. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believeth in him will not perish, but have eternal life or everlasting life. King James Version or the New Revised Version. It doesn't matter. Eternal life, life everlasting Matthew 11. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. You know this. Students, do you see mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and aunt and uncle? They know their Bible. And you say, we don't know it very well. Yes, you do. I want to try another one. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. A little hesitant there. The good news. Okay, you got this one. Two more. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, although they die, they will live. And the last one comes from Luke. Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in You're amazing. The tree of life. The roots coming up. You know the scriptures. And was it here? Or was it here? It flows up to here. Into your heart. Oh yes. Our faith is secured in what we've heard. And by hearing... We now believe. And so it does come through the head. But it rests here in the heart. So look at that picture. That beautiful picture. Now you see these branches coming out from this cross, right? So when the gospel is in the heart, it doesn't rest. It doesn't stay there. It doesn't become complacent. It is alive. And when you look at the tree out here, you see little buds in the springtime. And soon you'll see the leaves popping out. Life. Isn't that the rhythm of our lives? And life welling up in us and coming out. And then we become a shelter for others. Because I'm here to tell you there are storms in life. And life isn't fair. And life doesn't always go the way we want it to go. We thought we were going this direction. And we went another way. And I want you to know that God has always been with you no matter where you go. And always loving you. Always offering his forgiveness and mercy and love. And what happens after a long growing season of God's word nourishing in our hearts and as the branches come forth with the leaves and it's been a, a wonderful season in life, what pops up? What do you see in that picture? Anybody guess? Kids, what do you see? I heard it. Say it, kids. Kids. 
Adam and Eve ate, ate what? Fruit. Well, the fruit wasn't evil. Now, where do I go with that one? <laughs> fruit is good. I want to talk about the fruit. What was evil is that sin entered the world. And yes, Liana, sin can mess up the world, even fruit. So I'm going to give you 99 points on that one. If we read in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, Paul talks about the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of love, of peace, gentleness, mercy, kindness, forgiveness, self-control. Fruits of the Spirit Fruits of the Spirit that are they're offered. Have you ever found your place, yourself in a place where you offered someone love or kindness or gentleness? And you step back from that experience and you go, I'm not sure where that came from. This morning I was pretty angry with myself or I was pretty angry with that person. Where did that come from? But God, God is at work in us. As I look at this beautiful picture of the tree of life that God goes with us, it sets up beautifully an organic image of our Lenten time. If you remember last year, Brandy Niedert, are you here? No, she's working next door. Now she heard me if the mic system's working in there. She got this. If I brought Brandy in here and I'd say, Brandy, what was our theme last year? She would say, Pastor, it was Lent has nothing to do with us, but it's what God is doing for us and working out our salvation. So it is all about us. And I would say, Brandy, you got it. This year, Tree of Life. Make sure I get it. Tree of Life. God at work in us. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance. And so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. Blessed are those who trust is in you. Strengthen the faith of those who profess your name and bring reassurance to those who doubt or fear. Through your church, speak continued blessings into the world. God of grace. Amen.
Those who trust in you are like trees planted by streams of water. Bless fruit trees with abundant harvest. Protect rainforests from destruction. Restore land that has eroded after deforestation. Resurrect woodlands after forest fires. God of grace. Search the hearts of those who govern, that they lead with humility. Inspire leaders to collaborate on policies that protect people and the planet. Sustain truth-tellers and social movements that challenge society to become more honest and just. God of grace, send your blessings of mercy upon those who long for consolation. Tend to those struggling with health. Provide for all merciful healing. Console those who face the valley of death. Grant peace to all who suffer knowing you are a God with us. We especially pray for Bonnie Tobiasen undergoing surgery this morning to repair a broken kneecap. We lift before you Jim Benter who awaits surgery this coming week to repair severed tendons in his quad muscles. George and Bonnie Tobiasen today sponsored today's radio broadcast. Bonnie made treats. You have to go have treats. Um, oh, dear friends, may God bless you. Make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. Now and forever, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, with Christ into a weary world, share the good news. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.